2: On CBS Sports Radio, you're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio.
3: It is the JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio. Ooh, how about this? We getting closer to the weekend. How about this? We are getting closer to Friday. How about this? I'm gonna be here with you for the next three hours. Shout outs to everybody all over the North America. I don't care if you're at work, you could be at school, you could be somewhere you're not supposed to be. Somebody listening to me right now, they called out of work. They said, screw that place. Yeah, screw your boss. Screw him. Take their money. Don't show up. Good idea. Don't take advice from me. Forget what I just said. A matter of fact, just go get the Odyssey app and uh, hit rewind. You can listen to the first hour if you missed it. I get started 10 p.m. Eastern time, 7 p.m. Pacific, every single weeknight. That means Monday through Friday. I'm coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. I'm being joined by super producer and host Dave Shepard. He is coming to you live from New York City. The first hour of the show, we talked about the New York Jets. They just out here kissing all types of behind, just trying to get a hold of a new quarterback. You'll hear that momentarily. Uh, we talked about the passing of Jerry Richardson at 86 years old. The former owner and founder of the Carolina Panthers is gone. And you might recall it was only in 2018 uh, he had to walk out of the building or sell the team and not necessarily the most of uh, glowing fashions. You know, accusations and being fined almost $3 million uh, for workplace issues related to, sexual assault and just just racial insensitivities. It's, it's bad. It's bad. And now they got David Tepper, and now they also don't have a quarterback. We talked about Alvin Kamara, and so if you missed a second, just hit rewind on the free Odyssey app. We're going to be hanging out for the next three hours, and there's so much more to get into. How about this? An hour from now, I'm going to share with you some comments that Michael B. Jordan shared with me about the movie Creed. Creed is dropping in theaters in just about a few hours. It debuts on the 3rd of March, and it's a damn good movie. I had a chance to see a screening last week. The red carpet was here in Atlanta, media screening. You know, I think as most people, if you listen to the show, I'm not a huge movie guy. I have seen all of the Creed's, probably because it's related to sports, and I enjoyed Creed 1, I enjoyed Creed 2, and I can't wait to talk to you about Creed 3. We're going to go ahead and do that next hour. Uh, we got NBA teams in action right now. As I sit in the studio, I see the Los Angeles Clippers are barely leading. The Golden State Warriors heading into halftime, 52-44. to 44. We'll get there. LeBron James, it's been reported that there is not a break in his foot. But, or he, he. Well, let me correct myself. LeBron James will not need surgery as of now, and he'll be reevaluated in two weeks. Hey, Shep, that's accurate, right?
4: Two to three weeks, you are correct.
3: Oh, now it's two. Bottom line is, <laughs> if the Lakers suck, LeBron ain't coming back. If there is a slim chance that they have life, LeBron will try to play. That's, that's ultimately what the Lakers have said. We don't know what the issue is with LeBron James in his foot. Besides, it seems apparent that LeBron James is maybe falling apart a little bit. Or he is. When he plays, he's ridiculous. He just has to get on out there. So next hour, we'll have that Creed conversation. I want to get to this. And if you want to talk to me, you know how to do it. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. We talked about Alvin Kamara before the break, allegedly beat the hell out of a guy in Vegas uh, the night before the Pro Bowl last year. And he pled guilty, not guilty today, excuse me, not guilty. And now I have to tell you about a, a different type of beef between a player and his general manager. This is a rarity. I guess this is the type of world that we live in. Rashad Bateman, wide receiver for the Baltimore Ravens. This man just got to the NFL in 2021. The problem for Rashad Bateman is I never see the guy play football. Never. He's supposed to be one of the dudes helping Uh, Lamar Jackson out. He came out of Minnesota. I remember we talked about him on the show when he was drafted, and he don't play. His rookie year, played 12 games. Nice. 500 yards receiving, one touchdown. Was hurt that year. This past season, he played six games. Six. It's a 17-game season. 285 yards and two touchdowns. Who the hell is Lamar Jackson throwing the ball to consistently more than just Mark Andrews? And Greg Roman is gone. We know that. Now people, they can't can't blame him. What, are they going to blame Munkin now? Got a new OC. Blame him. How about you blame the offensive line, guys who have retired and have moved on? How about you blame the lack of you staying healthy? And so I told you the NFL combine is full of general managers and coaches answering questions. And and sometimes they can be very direct and straightforward. Eric DaCosta is the GM of the Ravens. He spoke to the media and he was asked pretty much, hey, why the hell does Lamar Jackson not have help? Why can't you get Lamar Jackson
5: a damn good wide receiver? And this is what Eric DaCosta had to say. If I had an answer, that means I would probably have some better receivers, I guess. We keep trying. We've never really hit on that all-pro type of guy, which is disappointing. But it's not for lack of effort. It's one of those anomalies that I really can't explain other than to say we're not going to stop trying. Wow. So if you are a wide receiver...
3: How about you're the last wide receiver the team drafted? How about if you're Rashad Bateman? You're the last wide receiver they took in the draft. Before that, the year before was uh, Duvernay. How are you feeling about that? Hey, Shep, let's let's play the beginning part about that again. Our guys suck. That's basically what he said. Listen.
5: If I had an answer, that means I would probably have some better receivers, I guess. We keep trying. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Tell me how you really feel about your guys.
3: But the dude who shouldn't respond to that is the guy who doesn't even play. The general manager, he he told the truth. What are we supposed to do? Bring back Anquan Bolden on the way out the door? Is is that what we're supposed to do? Marquise Brown was the last dude to give you like more than 1,000 yards and about six or seven TDs. He was selected in 2019. And so what do you do when your boss calls you out? What do you do when you're in the room with your boss and your boss says, hey, all my salespeople, they're not getting the job done. I need to get better salespeople. What do you do in the room when you're in the meeting And your boss says, I need better truckers. My truckers are moving too damn slow. What the hell do you say? Do you say nothing because you want the job? Do you mind your damn business because you weren't called out directly? Or do you stand up and go, stop talking about us? In the NFL, Rashad Bateman, who hasn't carried his own damn weight, he spoke out. Eric DaCosta said, if I had an answer, I'd probably have better receivers. Rashad Bateman went on Twitter. He didn't call Eric DaCosta. He didn't text Eric DaCosta. He did not tell his agent, please contact Eric DaCosta. He did not ignore it. Rashad Bateman went on Twitter and said, how about you play to your player's strength? Here, hold on. I got to try to read this in English. How about you play to your players' strengths and stop pointing out the finger or stop pointing the finger at us and Lamar? Blame the one you let do this. We take heat 24-7 and keep us healthy. Care about us and see what happens. There are no promises, though. I'm tired of you lying and talking about us players for no reason. That's basically what he said. I had to clean it up for uh, sentence structure, but I tried my best. Well Rashad Bateman, I'm
4: sorry? I, well done. I, heard, I I saw that tweet. That was clean, man. I
3: tried my best. It's interesting punctuation and things here. But anyway, Rashad Bateman is saying blame, blame the coaches, huh? He didn't name nobody. He didn't want to name nobody. He wanted to go after and respond to his general manager, but he didn't want to name nobody. Who who you want to blame? You want to blame Coach Harbaugh? You blaming Greg Roman? Is, is Are you blaming Greg Roman? He's not there no more. They fired his ass. So what are you talking crap about the GM for? And then as you can tell and as you could probably imagine – I guess someone, maybe his agent, maybe the team spoke to him. Because Rashad Bateman, to the surprise of no one, he deleted the tweet. He said my apologies and tweeted out a hug emoji. Which I didn't even know exists because I guess I don't hand out hug emojis. Why are you flying off at the hip for, man? You know, a lot of times I talk about maturity as a professional, as a professional athlete. It's gone. It's out the window. And, yeah, I'm sure if there was Twitter 30 and 40 years ago, the same situations would be happening. But still, Rashad Bateman is 23. Do you need to be 23 or do you need to be, you know, maybe 16 or 17 to know, hmm, what I probably don't want to do, is talk crap about the boss publicly. Even if part of it is true. What the hell you think he apologized for? He works for them. They don't work for him. And if you're going to say something, at least be, be available. You can't be the one talking crap and you don't even play. What are we doing here? Eric DaCosta He knows what we all know. Lamar needs help, and damn it, they need Lamar. Listen.
5: You can't win in this league without a strong quarterback. I mean, that's been proven. So we want Lamar here. Um, We think he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. He's certainly one of our best players, uh, and we want him back. And so, yeah, we understand that. Uh, Living in a world without a quarterback is a. Is a bad world to live in, uh, and I think there's a lot of GMs and coaches who would probably say that, who are living in that world right now. We're aware of that. Um, I think we've been uh, blessed since 2008 to have Joe Flacco and, and Lamar Jackson, and uh, my goal is to continue that.
3: Oh, my God. That is so hilarious that he said that. We got plenty of teams in the NFL that are looking for quarterbacks right now. We got one. You know, Joe, Fl- Joe Flacco's on the Jets right now. Well, not anymore. His ass is going to be gone. Rob Sala was <laughs> Rob Sala was begging for a quarterback today at the combine, head coach of the New York Jets. He has Joe Flock or had him as a QB, and now he's trying to decide between, I don't know, Aaron Rodgers, if he wants to play, Derek Carr, if they can get him. I mean, Mike White. This is what Rob Sala had to say about his own QB situation with Zach Wilson. Listen to this from today.
6: We bring in a guy who's in his early thirties and and you know he's gonna be here for a while you the the focus is to just help him get better um as best as he can and if it's if if his best gets to be showcased here as a new York jet awesome if not it's still awesome because that all we want is what's best for him and uh and his development no different than any other player on our roster
3: yeah. It's a sad organization that hasn't had a quarterback since the early 70s. And Joe Namath, who was falling apart at that time. And the Baltimore Ravens have a quarterback that won a Super Bowl, and they're trying to figure out how to pay him, how to keep him, how to retain him, especially when he is representing himself and he sees the deal that was gotten by Deshaun Watson last year. And he knows Burrow will be paid. He knows Herbert will be paid; he wants his cash, and he wants his monies. Unfortunately, for the Baltimore Ravens, they need to protect him. Fortunately, for the Baltimore Ravens, they need to get him weapons that will produce. They need to keep this man as upright as possible. Must I remind you, even when he got hurt last year, he wasn't running around trying to get a you know fifty sixty yards on a run he was he wasn't getting ready to pass. Lamar Jackson needs help. But what's a bad idea is to put yourself on front street. You don't think other GMs pay attention to that? Oh, that guy Bateman is a loose cannon. Did you see him talking crap about me? I will let him talk crap about me. People will remember that when he's no longer a Raven. They will ask him about that. You know what Rashad Bateman accomplished here? Nothing. The world knows that Lamar needs help. The Ravens know that Lamar needs help. The Ravens know that their offense needs to be adjusted, which is why they have an offensive coordinator. Sometimes you got to know when to just shut up. Especially when you're not on the field. I don't know what's going on in Baltimore with the wide receivers. I mean, damn it. They had another guy. Come on, how you got you got Sammy Sammy Watkins, Sammy Watkins, the king of not playing, and he's talking about Lamar and his knee and how he should go out there and play. Sammy, when the last time you played some football consistently? There must be something in the water in Baltimore. I sure got them crab cakes. Tell Bateman to go play a full season before he starts dissing his boss. People are wild now. Hey, what hey, hey, Shep. I'm going to talk crap about our our guy on on Twitter.
4: Uh, uh David Meredith or Spike Eskin or Chris All Alabama? of them. Oh no. All of them. Oh well. See now, you might. I don't know. But but the but the truth is, and I'm not I'm not I'm not being facetious here. Like you are a star. Like someone like me who's like a C-list guy at CBS Sports Radio I can't do that you know no. JR Jim Rome um, you know Damon Amendola Maggie Gray you guys have more luxury you guys aren't Rashad ba- Rashad Bateman you guys are Lamar Jackson you guys are Mark Andrews
3: no you're 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 uh, you know you're what Lamar mean? you're Lamar too
4: no I JR I'm not I'm not Lamar Jackson I'm well aware of that although no, you, I do show up more are. than he does oh, let this be real he's missed 10 games the last 2 years that doesn't oh, a, including a playoff game you but, are Lamar.
3: You just don't have the Lamar spot yet. It's coming.
4: I very much appreciate that, Chair. You're welcome. It, so
3: this is what we'll do. Yes. I will put out a tweet with both of us, <laughs> and I will say we think y'all suck. Deal?
4: I know you're not going to do that because okay. you're, uh, you're a lot more level-headed than what you're saying right about now, okay. so thank you. All right. I will, I will learn
3: from Rashad Bateman. Here, people, here's some Jr. wisdom. Don't talk crap about your bosses unless you're winning on the other side. Rashad Bateman doesn't even play in the game. What do you think about this situation? 855 cbs It's 855 cbs Oh, it's good beef for me. Young wide receiver can barely stay healthy. Talks crap about GM who says my wide receivers aren't healthy. What are we doing here? I'm going to talk to you on the other side of the break. And then also, we got other people just throwing shade. Why is Mike McCarthy going at guys that he fired? He must have been feeling it. We'll talk about it all. The JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio.
2: You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. To the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Appreciate you, man. I listen to you about it every night, and um, you're good for the show. Thank you, brother. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS.
3: It's the JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio. I can tell you what's not good for the soul talking crap about your boss. Even when your boss talks crap about you, especially if you ain't carrying your end of the bargain. The Ravens have needed to get Lamar Jackson help. We know that. They've tried some wide receivers. They've been hurt, haven't been healthy. And you know what? If you didn't hear what Eric DaCosta, GM of the Ravens, had to say, uh, let's go ahead and replay that. He's at the combine. He was asked about the wide receiver depth and and what they aren't doing, why they keep
5: missing on wideouts. Eric DaCosta didn't have an answer, but he did take a shot. If I had an answer, that means I would probably have some better receivers, I guess. We keep trying. We've never really hit on that all-pro type of guy, which is disappointing, but it's not for lack of effort. It's one of those anomalies that I really can't explain other than to say we're not going to stop trying.
3: Now Rashad Bateman took issue to that and basically said, look, man, blame, blame the guy you had running the thing. Probably, in reference to Mr. Roman, who's no longer part of the team as offensive coordinator, and then he deleted the tweet and apologized because he crapped on his boss. You can't do that, and then you got you don't even play half the damn time three-quarters of the time you ain't playing. I could understand if this was somebody who was decent. I don't think if there was somebody decent who actually showed up consistently. You wouldn't even hear a response. Maybe DaCosta wouldn't even answer that way. Come on, folks. This is the NFL. These guys get cut. They get talked worse. They get spoken to worse than that in private. And now you got to go on Twitter to complain? Come on. That's not a good look for you. What did he accomplish? Nothing. What did he accomplish? People going, I agree, I agree, I agree. Well, we all knew that already. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Let's go to Baltimore. Let's talk to McCoy. McCoy, you're on CBS Sports Radio.
7: Hey, what's happening? So, brothers, thanks for taking the call. Um, he might not have been the best person to make the comment and bait him, but uh, I, I agree 200% cold-heartedly on what he said or his uh, his uh, background behind it because it's an absolute fact that, you know, it's like in the last 25 years, you know, even going back to Ozzy, as great as he is, you know, Hall of Fame, GM even, I'm just trying to figure out, like, why is this the number one position that you can't get right? I mean, at least draft, like, somebody halfway decent. I mean, the best drafted uh, wide receiver we'd have ever had was Torrey Smith. And I mean, like, like you mean to tell me, like, one out of, what, probably like 20-something, whoever knows how much, many? You know, what I mean, like, this is the best that you can shell out. And to be honest, on the flip side, too, uh, you know, EDC um, ain't really um, putting together a nice, respectable resume himself here with drafting just in the totality of things. Because if he was anywhere else, you know, yeah, I, well, I firmly believe he would have got, like, seriously roasted or whatever, you know. And the job he's doing, so you know, I'm just hoping and praying, because I'm on a ledge here. Okay. I don't man. want to be like the the Cleveland Browns at or, or the Ravens. I, or stuff, well, right?
3: to... well, don't don't I don't want you I don't want you jumping off of a cliff, McCoy. Thank you for uh, calling from Baltimore. Yeah, look, the, the the Ravens. We know, since they were brought into or brought back into existence, I should say, in in '96, they have been. They've been a defense-first team. That's that's been their history for the majority of their history. You think Ray Lewis? You think defense? You think Super Bowls? And and that's it. Offense is not the calling card. And if I want to think about offense for the Ravens, it's Joe Flacco going on a magical playoff run and performing like one of the best QBs that the game has seen in the postseason. That's it. Outside of that, you thought you talk about wide receivers and and bringing back. Tory, man, that even makes me go, whoa. Outside of that, the, the, the best receivers, the dudes who've been hauling in the yards, they've been tight ends. You got Mark Andrews and you got Todd Heap. I remember watching Todd Heap all them years running around trying to beat the Steelers, but that doesn't have anything to do with DeCosta. It goes back further than that. At least those defenses were whooping ass, but we know the NFL right now Yeah, defense will win you championships. You need it to stop a game. The days of watching a team stop somebody for a field goal, those days are over. You got to put points up on the board. Ravens can't do that if they don't have an aerial attack. There are multiple issues here. Lamar Jackson needs to continue improving as a quarterback, which he already has. People don't give him credit for how he has improved as a passer. He needs to be protected. He needs help at the position. He also needs or needed a new offensive coordinator. He has it. So it don't matter. You're 100% correct. Bateman could have been telling the truth. It is the truth. He just ain't the dude to say it. Don't say that. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Cooper is here from Maryland. What's up, Cooper.
0: Hey, man, uh, drawing home, heard your uh, comments. I really have no dog in the fight in the sense of DaCosta versus Bateman, but for context, I think Bateman's upset because the strength and conditioning coach has been ridiculed by former players, and they go through or they have gone through a ton of injuries the past couple years with uh, ACL tears between, like, uh, Dobbins, Peters, and... Uh, the other running back, Gus the Bus, and oh my god, other that the,
3: before last season, yes, you are correct.
0: Yeah, so before uh, before that happened, there's other players like Judon and some other guys that may or may not be in the league that also ridiculed the strength and condition coach. Uh, so Bateman's probably taken a little, uh, I want to say a little, little of that personally that he feels he may not be hurt if they he were doing blame- better, not only on the. Uh, offensive coordinator front but also the uh you know strength conditioning or facility sure
3: well whether or not it's strength and conditioning or it's the person Mm -hmm. delivering letters to the the locker room or it's the offensive coordinator is he's probably better suited to say nothing
0: uh yeah he i don't think he has a footprint in the league whether he's hurt or healthy to do that just yet but i'm just thinking out loud why he popped off is the the idea that uh he was hurt no. because of the lack yeah the of- strength and
3: conditioning coach sucks and everybody tears ACLs. Yeah, I, I understand Cooper. I appreciate that. And it very well might be true. That doesn't change the fact that you uh you don't cross the bars. Like unless you got that pull, you don't do that. You don't. I mean, it's, it's one thing we hear it quite frequently. You'll have a star player who doesn't get along with a coach, and the coach will be criticized, or uh, the player might say something short. You know, it's, we, we see that every now and then. Even if it's more in a passive-aggressive way, that's normal. I have to think, I got to do some thinking to go, when is the last time? A player, a young player at that, an unproven player who hasn't been healthy, regardless of the reason, decided that he wanted to uh, respond to the general manager about his position or his spot. Ain't nobody say nothing about Bateman. He falls in the category he hasn't even played. You're not even in the game, son. Come on. 855-212-4CBS. Vinny! Vinny is calling from New Orleans. You're on CBS Sports Radio.
1: My friend, how you doing tonight? I'm good. Go ahead quickly. You think Derek Carr is out of the New Orleans sweepstakes? You think he played us?
3: I think that Derek Carr, and, and thank you, Vinny, for calling from New Orleans. I think Derek Carr is trying to think he's trying to get a job. He ain't playing nobody. If he's playing anything, it's called playing the field that's it what Derek Carr supposed to he's a free agent what you supposed to do go to New Orleans and say all right guys here I'm here take me now no Derek Carr's trying to get a job everybody else is pretty much trying to hold off hope that maybe they can get Aaron Rodgers maybe maybe not the Saints but Derek Carr's a free agent let that man be free it's the JR Sport Re show on CBS Sports Radio. When we come back, I told you, we got a lot of people beefing with, with each other. I'm going to tell you about Mike McCarthy. Why the hell is he throwing Kellen Moore under the bus? He's gone. We'll talk about that on the other side. We won't just talk about it, you will hear from Mike McCarthy. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio.
2: You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. on CBS Sports Radio.
3: First time caller. Had to pull over to the side of the road just to make sure
6: I didn't miss my opportunity. Want you to know that I appreciate your candor.
2: Call in now at 855-212-4CBS.
3: It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. We were talking about beef. Disagreements are natural. They're common. Everybody is different. People have unique perspectives, and it doesn't matter if you're in a a relationship, a a loving relationship. Well, I guess it could be any loving relationship. Hey, Shup, what do you call a relationship where people love each other? What's that called?
4: A romantic relationship.
3: There you go. Romantic. It could be a romantic relationship. It could be a business relationship. It could be a uh, the something with your kid's relationship, whatever, parental relationship. If people disagree, it happens. People are human. Shep and I have a relationship. What would you describe besides a friendship? What else would you call it, Shep? I don't know.
4: Uh, a very uh, harmonious, collaborative relationship.
3: Yeah, there you go. You make it fun to come to work, man. Do you know that?
4: Likewise, they are.
3: You make it fun. Not everybody can say that. Anyway. People have all different types of relationships. You don't need to talk crap about your boss like Bateman did to Eric DeCosta with the Ravens. And, you know, even when people are gone, you can, you can relax a little bit. Somebody needs to tell that to Mike McCarthy. Yeah, the same Mike McCarthy who uh, is the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. He, like many coaches, not all of them, Mike McCarthy is... At the Combine, Mike McCarthy is running his yap. Mike McCarthy is being asked questions, and he is being brutally honest. You might recall, Kellen Moore was given the boot as the offensive coordinator for the Dallas Cowboys. It didn't take long for the Chargers to pick him up as their new offensive coordinator as they dumped Joe Lombardi. They said, well, Kellen Moore can't be worse than the guy who allowed us or let us blow a 27-point-nothing lead in uh, you know, the playoffs against the Jags. And so Kellen Moore goes to Los Angeles and basically uh, Schottenheimer, who I don't think he's really worked worked as an OC since he was with the Jets. He's now helping out Mike McCarthy with the offensive play calling duties. And I want you to hear Mike McCarthy right now talk to the press about how happy he is that Dak will have a new play caller moving
7: forward. We all can use a new voice. You know, we all can use a, a sense of motivation and challenge and so forth. Uh, this is a new challenge for him. Uh, these are his, his words. He's very excited about it. Um, and, you know, I, I just think like anything, he's he's had a chance uh, to, to go from the different variations of the offense that was in place. He's getting ready to take another you know, turn as far as the variation of, of, of what we're getting ready to do. Uh, we're going to build it off of what, you know, he has established. You know, I, I, you know it, my decision to stay with, with his concepts and so forth is still intact because I wouldn't have did what I did in 2020 if I still didn't believe in him. And we obviously, as an organization, myself included, uh, feel very strongly about him as our future, and uh, we will definitely build this thing around him.
3: And then Mike McCarthy continued on. I've been where Kellen has been. Kellen wants to light up the scoreboard, but I want to run the ball so I can rust my defense. I don't desire to be the number one offense in the league. I want to be the number one team in the league with a number of wins in the championship. Well, damn. Tell us how you really feel. Are, are you going to get the Dallas Cowboys, uh, you know, some, some help on the offensive side of the ball is is that gonna stay healthy are the wide receivers going to continue to improve Amari Cooper uh, he ain't too shabby now he's up in Cleveland CeeDee Lamb continues to get better Gallup is now a year removed from his injury you got to think about the injury history of, of both Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott how they will uh, bounce back into being healthy Pollard is a free H. I mean well damn can you think about that first? Can't we all just get along? We got coaches destroying other coaches. We got players destroying their general managers. We just got we just got beef everywhere. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Jeff is here from San Diego. What's up, Jeff?
1: JR, how you doing? Good to hear you, man. Listen to you all the time. Much respect, my friend thank you what's on your mind man well listen you were talking about Lamar Jackson and some of the question marks to do over there in Baltimore but I'm a big Chicago Bears fan for man long time and we got Justin Fields over there a very similar situation it seems like and we got this number one draft pick coming up and I'm like man we let go of Roquan Smith to those Ravens who we signed for three years led the team in tackles and I'm like Man, we lost Quinn, who led the team with sacks the year before, and we keep letting go pieces that are you know, part of the puzzle here. So what do we do? We, we trade down for a couple picks and get equity. We got some cap money. It's like, how do we surround this Justin Fields with some winners to get a Super Bowl?
3: You, you, just, you, answered, you answered your own question, and I, I happen to agree with you. you know, we've been talking about this off and on for the past week, maybe two weeks. Uh, especially with with Justin Fields I don't want to say complaining but opining about how difficult it is to play in the snow uh, you have general manager Ryan Poles who at the end of the season says that Justin needs to go out and improve as a passer he talks about that number one overall pick we all saw this coming you're a Bears fan and, and are you a Bears fan
1: via Chicago in San Diego did you move away I Yeah, I moved out 10, 12 years ago to get out of, you know, I was tired of shoveling snow and, and, you know, living the dream a little bit out here in San Diego, and but yeah, I actually do some announcing for the games when they're in the playoffs, and you know, same with the Bulls, the Bears, or the Cubs, the Hawks, I mean, true blue Chicago with all the teams across the board, but man, with the number one pick, and how that even happened with Lovey Smith going for two points is kind of no. funny, but... <laughs> yeah, Anyways, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he was like, like,
3: "I might as well screw the Texans on the
1: way out, right?" <laughs> yeah, yeah thanks, Lavi. But now we're talking about trading it, and I'm like, "Yeah, the top five players there. You know, what do we do? Can we get some receivers? But like you're talking with Dallas, they're a dime uh, a dozen, and you know, it's just
3: uh, a it's tough. If I'm if I'm the GM, I'm thinking about my ass first. Okay, I am yeah. trading down. I'm going to try to surround this man with talent. I think we saw part of that or the commitment to it in trading and bringing in uh Claypool last year. I'm going to mm-hmm. see how Justin Fields develops and I'm going to know if it does not work out, I'm going to get another shot. I'm going to get one more shot at a quarterback if Justin doesn't work. And that's that would be my thought process if I'm a GM knowing that how many chances will I get to turn this around? I think you get two. You get the one you currently have, and then you can always go to the McCaskies and say, hey, 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 wait wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I ain't draft Justin Fields. I tried to make it work with the people who took him before me, the other Ryan. Give me a chance now that we know Justin didn't work to go find my own QB. And I think for the most part, unless it was a complete disaster – he would get that second go round, and so I believe that's what they'll do i'd be I'd be surprised if Justin Fields wasn't the quarterback, and I'd be a little shocked if they didn't surround him with talent before they decide to quote
1: unquote pull the plug uh, Jeff, I appreciate your man likewise, I agree with you. we're on the same page. he's an incredible athlete when he's on that field running for his life. We got to help him out in different areas and yeah, you have a great night, Jr. Great talking with you, and I look forward to talking to you again soon. Hey, I'm here. You know when to find me. Thank you, Jeff. Greg
3: is calling from Michigan.
6: Hey, Jr. great show as always, Mr. Positive. Hey, in reflection with the coaches, with the players, with the general managers, with the owners, will they ever be all on the same page? Be this, this internecine fighting between everybody and fighting, will it ever happen where – Everyone agrees and likes one another, or is that too much to ask, and am I being too um, Pollyannish, if you will?
3: Can we all just get along? Is is that the question? Can we all just get along? Right. Yeah, the answer is no, Greg. You know that already. Right,
6: right. And real quick, your message in Detroit and Michigan with the Agents of Inclusion, I believe— um, it's sounding fantastic. Keep up the oh, great thank work. You you, you, subscribe
3: to the, you subscribe to the podcast, huh?
6: Yes, yes. You're, yeah, you're you. awesome, my friend. Thank Everyone you so go much. for your dreams. Love everybody. Thanks, JR and well, Jeff. Thank you, Greg. Yeah,
3: Mr. Positive. And thank you for subscribing. Hey, listen, people, if you had no idea, this is a great chance for me to do this. By the way, we're going to talk about Creed at the top of the hour. I'm going to share with you a conversation I had with Michael B. Jordan. I got a new podcast out. I teamed up with this company, Odyssey, A U D A C Y. I've teamed up with Special Olympics, and every single Wednesday, we're highlighting a new Special Olympics athlete. So, wherever you get your podcasts, go to Agents of Inclusion. It will pop right up. If you look at my Twitter or my Instagram, the link is right there. Go ahead and subscribe because the athletes that we speak to are inspiring, they're amazing. And hopefully they they help inspire you and make you want to go out and, and be nice and do a change in the world yourself. Agents of Inclusion. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. We are going to take a break momentarily. And when we come back, we're going to talk about people punching each other in the face. Except for this is a movie. It's for a good cause. The movie actually has some cool messages. I'm going to share with you some words that I received from superstar Hollywood actor Michael B. Jordan. We're going to talk about Creed. It's the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio.